Welcome into Outkick the Show. Appreciate all of you. Hope you're having fantastic Wednesdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. A lot to dive into today as always. Right off the top, uh, I want to say go sign up for Outkick VIP. We've been having Outkick meetings uh, out at my house, uh, the Outkick Mansion, all day today. Jason Whitlock downstairs, our CEO Sam Savage, they're downstairs. They probably aren't going to actually watch, but uh, I appreciate uh, all of you hanging out. Just ran upstairs, got television here in a little bit. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss anything. Little Birdie telling me Jason Whitlock going to be on Tucker Carlson tonight. So uh, for those of you who watch Fox News, which is uh, a lot of you because about 4 million plus watch Tucker Carlson every night, uh, Jason Whitlock will be uh, on tonight. Should be a lot of fun to watch that. A couple of things. Go sign up for Outkick VIP. You'll be glad that you did. Join the thousands of uh, subscribers rolling in every single day. I'm telling you that you will absolutely love it if you make that choice. Plus, uh, FanDuel is now the exclusive odds provider of Outkick And FanDuel has got a deal for you. If you are in Pennsylvania, Colorado, New Jersey, uh, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, Iowa, I believe that's the seven states, they have an incredible deal for you right now. If you go to FanDuel.com backslash Clay, all right, FanDuel.com backslash Clay, and you sign up right now, for a new FanDuel account in any of those seven states I just mentioned, you get right now an incredible offer. You get a 25-to-1 payout if the Kansas City Chiefs win tomorrow. Let me repeat that. Tomorrow, you get a 25-to-1 payout if you are a new FanDuel user in all of those states where gambling is now legal. Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Iowa, uh, Colorado, and uh, West Virginia. Any of those seven states, if you're watching right now or if you have buddies in those states or if you're going to be driving through those states, go to fanduel.com backslash clay and you get a 25 to 1 payout if the Kansas City Chiefs win. Max a $5 bet, not a lot bet, but you win over $100 on a $5 bet if you take the Kansas City Chiefs to win, you get a 25 to 1 payout. All right? So, a lot of people out there able to go sign up for that. FanDuel.com backslash Clay. Easy to remember. FanDuel.com backslash Clay. Boom, you make over 100 bucks if the Chiefs win and you wager $5. All right? It's not a bad deal. A uh, bunch of different things. Yesterday, coronavirus. Corona bros are running scared. Corona bros are terrified. All of the data is working against them. Corona update, just 22,000 cases yesterday. According to the COVID project, that is the fewest cases since June the 15th. The fewest cases since June the 15th that there has been in this country. Hardly anybody is in hospitals now. We're rapidly approaching the lowest level of hospitalization for the coronavirus since March. The Corona Bros are absolutely terrified because they're aware that sports are coming roaring back. The NFL announced nearly 50,000 tests. One positive yesterday. 
This is a total beatdown of the Corona Bros. Again, the latest data, just 22,000 cases. People said, oh, the numbers are going to skyrocket. The numbers have not skyrocketed this week coming out of a holiday. We are now on to Wednesday. The numbers are not massive. They are plummeting in all respects. Great stat for you. College kids on campus. 29 different campuses. 26,000 positive cases. And not one hospitalization. Now, I told you this was going to happen. People are going to find one bad story and they're going to write about it and they're going to treat it like it's a representative sample. There are going to be college-age kids that die with the coronavirus. Almost all of them will have substantial comorbidities, right? But some are going to die with the coronavirus. The truth of the matter is, however, that most people in college are under significantly more danger from the seasonal flu. They're more likely to die of alcohol overdoses or drug overdoses. They are more likely to die driving to or from school. They're more likely to be murdered than they are to die of the coronavirus. And they're also more likely to be committing suicide, sadly, than they are to die of the coronavirus. This is not a real danger in the broader landscape for college-age kids. And so that is why you've got uh, a lot of college-age kids, frankly, just saying we don't care at all about the coronavirus including a couple of Georgia girls. Did you see the banner that they hung up outside of their house? This was actually pretty funny. Georgia girls said COVID positive on the banner outside of their house, but at least we don't go to Auburn. That was actually pretty funny. Again, a bunch of Georgia girls. Maybe we can cut a short video and put it up. Georgia girls had a sign up outside of their house, COVID positive, but at least we don't go to Auburn. That is SEC football in a nutshell for you. Uh, A couple of other big details that are out there right now. Uh, This is a crazy proposition. Every college basketball team now projected to potentially be able to go to the NCAA tourney based on a suggestion made in the ACC. Uh, A plan in the ACC would expand the NCAA tournament this coming year from 64 or 68 teams to 346 teams. All right? That is pretty wild. Uh, The reason why it would happen is pretty straightforward because the NCAA made no money off of the NCAA tournament last year. And so this year, they're trying to double their money by rapidly expanding the NCAA tournament. Now, the problem with this is that the regular season of college basketball basically doesn't matter already. This would end all conference tournaments but it is pretty interesting to think about the college basketball tournament moving to 346 teams and let me just say this. If you can play a 346 college basketball team tournament indoors how can you not play football out of doors? And that's what's going on right now with the Big Ten. You know that I have been the biggest proponent of Big Ten football anywhere in the country, okay? New York Times is working on a story about the, the, uh, the Big Ten and what I have heard the latest of is the White House is still waiting on the Big Ten to give them an idea what materials they need in order to make the season happen. So the White House is still fighting to try to make the Big Ten season happen. 
And some people say, well, why is the White House focused on the Big Ten? The reason is because the Big Ten parents, fans, players, coaches, ADs, they fought for the season. The MAC got canceled, nobody cared. The Pac-12 got canceled, nobody cared. The Mountain West got canceled, nobody cared. To their credit, the Big Ten actually fought to play and their fan base didn't stand by and accept it. And so the president has put the full weight of the White House behind trying to get the Big Ten to play. Uh, It also helps that the Big Ten states are swing states. And so politically, it's a smart play. But to me, the question that is hanging out there, and I think it's a big one, is how in the world can the Big Ten be talking about playing college basketball indoors in December, which is what they're talking about right now, and they're not able to play college football outdoors in October. There is no legitimate functional brain argument to support the idea that the Big Ten should be played basketball indoors in December but they can't actually play outdoors in October. No justification from it at all. Uh, Several other different things. Dabo Sweeney came out and said he thinks Notre Dame should stay in the ACC. Notre Dame's never been in a conference in their entire history as a college football program. Suddenly, they are playing in the ACC this year and Dabo Sweeney came out and said he thought it would make sense for Notre Dame in the ACC. That would be a coup. That would be an incredible asset for Notre Dame if they went into the ACC. The ACC would be a big win. Would expand their brand immensely. I don't think Notre Dame's going to do it But as part of playing this year in the conference, they have agreed that they would not join another conference until all the way until 2036. So I don't know that Notre Dame is going to win another championship. They haven't won one since 1988. I'm not sure that they still have the same pull as Catholic schools are declining across much of the country that they used to have. But this would still be a big win in terms of expanding the ACC's geographical footprint. Uh, So, I like the idea of Notre Dame in the ACC. I think Dabo's right. I don't think it's going to end up happening. Uh, Several other different stories. Disney. Disney has released a new Mulan movie. Mulan, I think is how you pronounce, uh, pronounce it. Mulan is out. And Disney, in the credits, thanked the Chinese Communist government officials that are responsible for the concentration camps for Muslims in their country. This is one of the most unbelievable stories that should be a massive story that most people are ignoring. Again, one reason why Disney slash ESPN slash ABC carries water for the Chinese Communist Party is because the same thing that the NBA is doing for the Chinese is the same thing that Disney is doing. They are bending over backwards, turning aside American values. Think about this for a minute. In their movie, which they filmed in the same city where all these concentration camps are, Disney thanks concentration camp officials for their help in making Mulan. This should be one of the biggest stories in all of media. Instead, the average person out there is mostly ignoring this. This is shameful. This is pathetic. This is flat out unbelievable 
the degree to which American companies will betray American values in order to make a Chinese dollar. This should be a number one story in America. Most people are ignoring it, not OutKick, paying attention to the hypocrisy of Disney. Um, Interesting story. Gallup polls all of Americans in all 50 states and asks them what their impression is of a bunch of different professions and organizations that impact daily American life. For instance, the number of people with a positive view of healthcare workers this year versus last year has increased substantially since the coronavirus started. The number of people with a positive view of, uh, of all different sorts of, of stories has changed and it changes every single year. This is unbelievable in the world of sports. Last year, the view of sports was 20% positive. That is plus 20. Most people in America, Democrats, Republicans, Independents, had a plus 20 view of sports. That is, they were favorable when it came to their impressions of sports. This year, that number has dropped by 30 and the average American now has a negative view of sports. They have gone from a net plus 20 to now a net minus 10. Think about how wild that 30-point swing is across the entire country. Why have people suddenly stopped liking sports as much as they used to? The answer is politics. Sports got woke, fans turned it off, and they're going broke. Even sports video games have gotten woke. The Madden franchise puts Colin Kaepernick in and puts him above half of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. They ranked him above Jared Goff, Ryan Tannehill, Cam Newton, and Kyler Murray. That's insanity. And so this is now translated into sports. And I keep beating this drum because it's so true. Sports worries about the losers on social media, the fake social justice warrior posters, And instead, they lose the vast majority of people who don't care at all about sports being woke. They try to make happy the 10% of the population that's constantly chirping on Twitter all day long and they're ignoring the 90% that just wants to watch sports and escape. And if you wonder that, Mike Mulvihill at Fox Sports, they had a great study they did of the returning NFL. Do you know why most people enjoy watching the NFL? Do you know what 90% of people said why they enjoy watching the NFL? Because it's an escape. It's an escape from the serious things in their life. They want to be entertained. Sports is the dessert of most people's life. 90% of people that are looking forward to the NFL want an escape when they watch games. How crazy is it that the NFL is ignoring the 90% and trying to placate the 10%? It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Sports is driving their audience right off the cliff, destroying destroying their overall brand in the process. Again, the data is pretty clear. 90% of fans watch sports to escape the serious things in their life. I understand that. That's what I did. Before I ended up making a living in the world of sports, 
I watch sports because I practice law and I wanted to be able to escape the serious things I did in life i.e. practice law and instead watch a game. That's why I know most people play fantasy sports. It's why most people watch sports in general. It's why people gamble to escape the serious things in life. This is not a good sign that they are losing out on all that audience. Again, the Gallup poll 20% positive on sports to 10% negative in the space of a year. Uh, Finally, the Bucks are done. Speaking of getting woke and going broke, Jason Whitlock wrote a great column about this. The Milwaukee Bucks walked out on the season and then they got spanked by the Miami Heat. They were lucky not to get swept. They were very, very fortunate to avoid getting swept by the Miami Heat. They were focused on external issues instead of focusing on trying to win a championship. And as nice of a guy as Giannis might be, I would just simply ask you this question. What would the national reaction be if LeBron James had led his Lakers out of playing in the NBA playoffs? Then they had lost three straight. He had sprained his ankle and he had refused to play the last two games even if he was injured. The American media and the American sports fan would be raking LeBron James over the coals. Now I'm no LeBron stan. You guys know that. But Giannis is getting treated to an entirely different universe of treatment than LeBron James would. And so as a result, I think you need to think about the larger context here and ask yourself, did in fact the Milwaukee Bucks get woke and go broke? They did indeed get woke and go broke. But Giannis is still being held to a better standard than anybody else out there would. Certainly better than LeBron would. This guy deserves to be ripped to the high heavens over the way his team has played when they've gotten into the postseason the last two years. All right. Again, go to fanduel.com slash clay. Fanduel.com slash clay. You get a 25 to 1 payout if the Kansas City Chiefs win. Again, that website, it's simple. Fanduel.com slash clay. Fanduel.com slash clay. Go sign up for the Outkick VIP. They get an even better deal. If you're an Outkick VIP member right now, this is crazy. You get $1,000 to play with in Fanduel if you are a new subscriber. Go sign up for Outkick VIP. $1,000 to gamble with in Fanduel if you are a VIP. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I am Clay Travis. Kisses. From me to you, watch me on television in 45 minutes. Watch uh, Jason Whitlock on Tucker Carlson tonight. I appreciate all of you. I will see you tomorrow morning and I'll see you in about 45 minutes on TV on FS1. See all you guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks, Facebook. See y'all.